0: Here we go. This comes to us from our good friend Jordan Maywood. Steamed clams. You call hamburger steamed ham. Yes. Hello, welcome to the Liberal Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood and I am the lackadaisical Liberal Yes. Indeed, a roux. Indeed, a roux. What does that mean? Well, a roux. Is a baby kangaroo? No, that's a Joey. Yeah, Joey's a baby kangaroo. Hmm. Interesting. Why is that? Why is that? We're going to look into that and many more things on this episode. But what I should say at the top of this and every episode, which sometimes I forget to do, is that I consume a shit ton of media. Pardon my French or Australian. What? Uh, yeah, so uh, I talk about it on this podcast. That's what it is. You might not have consumed this media yourself. I don't know you. I don't know you yet, but I'm looking forward to getting to know you, getting to love you. Uh, so, you know, I warn of that as a possibility. I don't want to ruin things. I don't want to spoil things. So I warn, I warn, uh, another, you know, top of the episode behind the scenes action thing as i will throw it from time to time is that unlike last episode which i think was very long uh this one i plan to be much shorter so you know i find uh, often i say that and then it doesn't happen but this time i'm gonna goddamn well try uh here i'll tell you what i'll push a button right now and that'll help because it will get us started monologue today's movie monologue sponsor is sex wax thank you for that sponsorship movie the first and only movie in fact from 1991 oh for some reason I thought this was, was 80s I guess 91 and late 80s you know a similar vibe let's say a uh, point break yes point break two hours and two minutes Interesting. An FBI agent goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who may be bank robbers. That is a bad IMDB description because, uh, of course, they're bank robbers. (laughs) If they weren't, uh, if this FBI FBI agent, played by none other than Mr. Kano Reeves, uh, goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers and then they turn out not to be bank robbers, that'd be a pretty boring movie. Uh, Patrick Swayze, of course, playing one of the uh, server bank robbers in the form of Bodhi. Uh, we've got some goddamn Gary Busey in here. Of course. Of course. John C. McGinley at his angriest of his angry roles. This is one of them. Uh, yeah. If we were to, uh, uh, there's somewhere, you know, well, let's just see. This is going to be an experiment. I'm going to Google John C. McGinley's uh, angriest rolls and see if we get a list uh, Okay, apparently just on a casual glance, no one has made that list, which is a, which is a shame. I see some mentions of Scrubs where he had some good rants in there, but uh, yeah, good stuff anyways uh okay, okay so why did we watch this movie the missus had not seen it which was sort of fascinating to me i feel like people of our age boy boy, boy in the 80s uh should have seen this movie so uh you know we had to rectify that also had over uh, a friend shitotomaya uh to uh, uh sort of a uh, came over for a, a movie night uh, had some sushi you know that sort of thing um and used my sort of scientific movie method, which is, I will ask you... Or the person in question, in this case, Maya. Uh, you know, what are some of your favorite movies? I, I, I never ask what's your favorite movie? That, that's a difficult question, and I feel like with most human beings, it's something that fluctuates. So uh, uh, do it a little more loosey-goosey, a little less pressure on the question. Just what are some movies that you enjoy? What are what are even some movies you've seen recently that you've uh, that have sort of caught your eye? Uh, you know, boil it down even uh, less. Yeah, you thought I was going to say further. Uh, What are some genres that you like? So I'll ask these sort of uh, questions, and then what I will do, and I do this for the misses often, but I've done it for other people as well, uh, I will sort of compile a a scientifically uh, 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 compilated yeah, compilated is a word I'm going to use. A scientifically compilated list of uh, similar movies, maybe movies in the genre, movies that I feel like if you like this movie, you'll probably like this movie. Uh, and, and then pass that list on and say, okay, you like these movies. Potentially, you will like this one. I'm not saying you will 100%. If you don't, don't feel bad. But maybe, just Maybe you like this. So uh, the list was, uh, if I do recall, I usually do a list of three because, you know, uh, you you do a list of ten, you get that uh, analysis paralysis, which is uh, not ideal. So uh, I find three. Three to five is usually good. Uh, The list consisted of uh, Lost in Translation. (laughs) It's going to sound like a weird list now that I realize it. Uh, Black Widow uh, and Point Break. <laughs> that's fun uh, and we decided to go with point Break uh, it was actually uh, sort of a, a close call between uh, uh Blackwood and point Break but uh, the misses had not seen this uh, so that sort of a uh, 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 you know lent itself well to watching it. I, I haven't seen it in years and years so I you know didn't remember much It is a good movie. <laughs> I feel like there's a tone when I say that Yeah it's uh you know 90s actiony. Um, the acting, <laughs> you know, is there, uh, you know, what, why don't I go ahead, uh, before I forget as I do from time to time throughout my rating, Jeez, it's, uh, you know, for me three is enjoyed while watching, but wouldn't watch again. Um, it's above that. Cause I could see myself watching this down the road. Uh, it's, I'd have to be in the mood for it. So I think for that reason, I'll go three and change. A sort of nebulous floating three and change. What I did do this time, which I often forget to do, uh, is uh, I, I got the misses and Mayas rating as well. Uh, the misses, 3.5 on her broken scale in which, uh, of course, Rush Hour is a five out of five movie for her. So, you know, you know we don't count that. And then uh, Maya was four out of five, which, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm closer to four than I am to three. So uh, I'm sort of right in between them, which, you know, that's a good place to be. Uh do you, if you've never seen Point Break, need to see it? <sighs> that is a good question. I, I, I feel like for the just sort of cultural reference, the cultural zeitgeist of it all, yes you do. Uh you know what this that reminds me of? Uh I did a uh and I probably spoke of this on the podcast in a D and D recap, if I had to guess. Um I did a a D&D session Uh, if you're uh, you know if you're a longtime listener you will know I have my players going through all the planes of existence so one of the planes they were in was the plane of air Uh, it was a short session Uh, you know there's lots of things there's an amount of things to do in the plane of air but also it's just sort of air (laughs) so uh, the session consisted of them entering and then just falling for the entire section uh, session which I thought was a, a sort of a fun thing an entire session of falling in D Uh so I had you know some mechanics revolving around that uh, and at one point uh, I I read the skydiving scene not the whole scene just like a snippet of the scene from the movie point break uh, so that sort of reminded me of us yes because that's the sort of thing I do in my sessions for some reason Ugh. Bodhi Bodhi also, uh, the name of Brian Porsain's, one of his D&D characters, which I have to assume, since he was kind of a surfer dude, if I do recall, uh, taken from this movie. So that's a fun piece of trivia for you. Yes, pushing button now. Television talk. Today's television talk sponsor is Saltarin brand Kevlar Scarves. Thank you for that sponsorship. Alright, uh excited to talk about finally. Uh Doctor Who. Yeah, fuck, it's been a goddamn how long has it been? A long time. Uh needless to say. So I uh, was excited to see the good doctor back. Uh in uh, series thirteen AKA Flux. Yeah, sort of a. Have they done this before? Where they've sort of taken a season. Uh, I'm just going to call it a season because that's easier than calling things series because that's confusing the British people. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, have they ever taken a, a, a season of Doctor Who and sort of given it a name like this? I bet you they haven't. Maybe I just haven't noticed. I don't know. Uh, It's six episodes. You know, that's uh, the is it more or less than normal? Eh, It's it's probably a little less if I had to guess. And that rhymes. And, you know, it rhymes. But does that make it any less impactful? No, no. This uh, six episode Doctor Who uh, series was, you know, it's going in top five, maybe. It was just really, really good. Uh, <laughs> wow, talking about uh, Doctor Who without trying to spoil things is not an easy proposition. So if I do spoil things, you know, I weren't at the top of the episode like a professional would. Anyways, uh, uh, things that I like is that it felt a little more uh, like... I don't want to say classic because you know Doctor Who goes back to, uh, what like the 50s. I don't know, uh, to 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 like you know uh, Matt Smith and sort of David Tennant's classic uh, Doctor Who. In that, uh, uh, Jodie Whittaker felt a little more, I don't know, fun and silly and uh, uh like what I gravitate towards, and and the reason why. Uh, sort of Peter Capaldi's Doctor Who kind of not that I disliked him it's just he wasn't my favorite uh, because I like that sort of light heartedness that was here there was also you know seriousness of uh, a sort of uh, anytime you're delving into uh, the Doctor's uh, past like distant past uh, there, there, there's often sort of a darkness here and I feel like no series has ever delved so deep uh, we sort of learn along the way that uh, this uh, particular uh, uh, individual, this doctor, comes from not only a uh, alternate time, not only an alternate space, but an alternate goddamn uh, dimension, a uh, un uh, an alternate universe. So somehow, some way, uh, made the transition from one universe to the other, which is sort of fascinating in itself, and uh, sort of seemingly set it up for. Interuniversal storylines or travel or, or, or who knows what uh, uh, the other f- great thing of this is you're getting a lot of the um uh, if, I don't want to say it, like you're getting a lot of examples of, of sort of classic Doctor Who uh, uh, baddies and monsters uh, while introducing some cool new ones that were just like creepy as fuck like um seemingly humanoid with like uh, crystalline sort of structures to them also we sort of learn of these uh, uh, big bads of this particular series that they've been you know imprisoned since like the dawn of time and have just escaped any you have a, uh, a entity that's been in prison for millennia and when it gets out it's usually not going to be good it's usually not a good thing um this you know the, the 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 stakes of doctor who are often you know quite high it's you know world ending uh time altering you know things of that nature uh this was uh the the titular flux <laughs> Titular was uh, literally destroying the universe literally sort of like picking it apart to its individual atoms and destroying it so you know, the stakes were high. Some of the best uh, cliffhangers that I can ever recall in Doctor Who. Doctor Who, which does amazing cliffhangers in general, I feel like this was super on par. Uh, introduced a new. Uh, was he in the last. I can't remember if he just started to make an appearance in the last series or this was his first one. I think this was his first one. Uh, John Joseph Bishop. Uh, British comedian, presenter, actor, and former footballer. Yeah, I've seen him before. Uh, uh, John Bishop. He is playing... Oh, what the hell is his name? Uh, 13th Doctor. John Bishop. uh, Dan Lewis. He's playing Dan Lewis. As a fictional character. uh Doctor Who, 13th series. These are all things we know. Yeah, uh, he was uh, sort of very kind, lovable... Uh, 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 you know uh, just a a lovable bloke if I had to use two words to describe him it would be a lovable bloke he's uh, like the new new companion and uh, what more to say than an easy 5 out of 5 for Doctor Who Flux looking forward to uh, uh, you know, whatever is coming next, a new doctor uh, apparently is, you know, en route. So, uh, so, th- so the news is saying, anyways, which is sort of interesting. Always an interesting time of your life when that happens. Yes, yes. Conan the Librarian. Don't you know the decimal system? Book banter. Today's book banter Uh oh (sighs) excuse me that must be the cratchit brand christmas goose which is today's sponsor there never was such a goose its tenderness and flavor size and cheapness were the themes of universal admiration cratchit brand christmas goose thank you for that sponsorship Okay, from my perspective, uh, you know, this is behind the scenes that uh, 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 non-professional podcasters are allowed to do. Apparently in the professional podcasting world, this is a no-no, but I'm going to tell you the actual date that I'm recording this, which is December 11th. So, you know, it's pre-Christmas from my perspective, uh, which is why I decided that, uh, A, I hadn't read a classic quote-unquote book in a while. Uh, So, you know, I wanted to rectify that. And also, uh, I, I like me some Charles Dickens. Uh, okay, you probably can sense where I'm going. Uh, and also, it's around the holiday season, so I, of course, read Oliver Twist. No, I'm just kidding, I read A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. I would almost go, uh, so far as to say THE Christmas Carol. Like, when you think of A Christmas Carol, this is probably, you know, the one, the most popular one. It's the one everyone knows, you know, you got your, your, your ghost's. Past, present, future, Marley, Marley and him, Scrooge, Ebenezer. I have been, by the missus, call, been called uh, Scrooge on more than one occasion. And it's just because, like, you know, well, this is not necessarily the book related. But uh, Christmas was not, I don't think it's universally as loved by all. Uh, as you know, the spirit doesn't necessarily take everyone in the same fashion. Uh, it, it, it's a fine time of year, you know. I enjoy the holidays, and, and by that I mean time off work. But uh, other aspects of it, you know, uh, it's, it's fine. It's it's fine. You know what? Christmas to me is very much like Star Wars. Ah, let me explain Star Wars is very very good but also incredibly overrated Christmas very very good but also incredibly overrated these are hot takes or at the very least warm eggnog takes which I do enjoy you know what I'd love a nog I love a nog both uh, from Star Trek DS9 as well as egg Anyways, uh, you know what? Maybe we should make something with that. Love a Nog, both egg and Ferengi. Ooh, that's a fun title. Uh, All right. (laughs) You know what's interesting? I feel like I haven't in a while uh, come up with the title while recording. Like, it's... I was going to say it happens, like... 75% of the time I come up with the title while I'm recording Uh, but I feel like lately it's like 0% in the last handful so it's nice to to have you know, it's a job done that I don't have to worry about when I hit the stop button on this record Uh, anyways, back to a Christmas carol or an Xmas carol if you prefer, which I tend to go Xmas because, uh, you know, take the Christ out of Christmas if you will uh, if I had my way, every idiot who goes around with Merry Christmas on his lips would be boiled with his own pudding and buried with a stake of holly through his heart. Merry Christmas? Bah humbug. Okay, so, see, I'm not quite at that. <laughs> I'm not quite at that level of boiling people in their own pudding, whatever that might mean. It's pretty gross. Uh, yeah, you like. do I really need to explain the story of Christmas Carol? Scrooge? He's a you know, a cheap kind of an asshole, uh, a bunch of ghosts come to him in the, around Christmas and be like, Hey, don't, don't be an asshole or, you know, it's not going to go well for you. He's like, all right, you got it. And then he's not an asshole anymore. The end. Gob bless us, everyone. Uh, rating wise, you know, it, it it's, it's kind of dumb and, you know i feel like it's dumb to say this but it's not surprising to me that dickens' books are still read today he's a good author he his sort of turn of phrase like you you i feel like on multiple occasions in his books uh and this one happened on a couple occasions i if i was a professional i would write one down actually even that turkey one uh where I'll sort of read a sentence or a paragraph and it'll just be so... It'll it'll flow almost sort of lyrically uh, so nicely that I'll read it again and just sort of, like, sit with it for a moment. Does, it, does Do other people do that? Am I insane? I mean, don't answer that. Um, So, do I give it a 5 out of 5? No, because I've read other of his works that I've enjoyed more. So, you know, rating-wise, for me... Uh Also, the subject matter, it's just, like, so, like, I've seen this story so many times, so that sort of takes it away, t- takes some of the enjoyment away, like, uh, sort of, uh, I was going to say famously, but, you know, people would have to have listened to that for this to be famous. Uh, famously, I uh, like being surprised uh, by media, I, I like, not knowing what's going to happen next, but this is a story that... Uh, I feel like everyone, myself included, sort of knows so well that I kind of knew what was going to happen from one moment to the next. So that, that sort of takes some of my enjoyment away. Uh, still, I think I'd go like between a three and a four and, you know, with some great five moments. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a rating that makes sense to me. Does it to you? I don't care do bit me. Oh. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down. Let me. Hey, is this real life? Internet intercourse. I like turtles. Today's Internet intercourse sponsor is Ovens Ovens. Thank you for that sponsorship. Adam the First, Randomized Zelda. Uh oh shit! Link to the past, yeah. Uh, with uh Justin McElroy, yes, of the McElroy brothers, uh, just posted uh, on their uh, YouTube channel. Apparently, he's going to be. Uh, I guess was he streaming? Yeah, I guess he was streaming. But uh, you know, I'm watching it on YouTube. The Vods, I play to. Uh, he's playing uh Zelda Link to the Past. Uh, but he's playing uh using a randomized modulator. Now, what that means can mean a few things, but what it usually means and means in this case is that in this video game that was made, you know, back in the day, uh, uh people have created these mods, modifications. Yeah. I, I assume mod is short for modification. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I've never considered, but it, it must be anyways, uh, mods in which, uh, traditionally, you know, uh, uh, I open a chest in this game, a treasure chest and, uh, I'll get a sword. Uh, uh, next time I play the game, I open that same chest. You know what's going to be inside? A sword. Uh, time and time again. I'll replay this game and I have the the, 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 the delight, the, the comfort, the uh, dependability of that sword being in that chest. However, however, you can install one of these mods that means... uh uh, you have no idea what's going to be in any chest and it's completely randomized the entire list of items that are available in the game where they normally are they no longer are no longer there they (laughs) that was a weird sentence that i feel like got out of control and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that so uh yeah (laughs) it's been fun to watch just the chaos of that the chaos of that randomness um he had a tough time, definitely in the first episode. Uh, uh, he he got out of the initial, I guess dungeon you would call it castle, um which means he now has access to a bunch more chests, which should make things a little more easy and interesting. So uh, looking forward to uh, uh, episodes going forward. Uh, also. You know, the sort of weird cherry on top is that, and this has nothing to do with the game or the randomness, other than that it is random, I suppose, uh, he decided that he's going to make a, a Link, you know, your little avatar in the game, look, uh, uh, you know, uh, use the character model of Guy Fieri. <sighs> Guy Fieri, welcome to Flavortown. Moving on to Ovens, Rocky Mountain Bushcraft. Greg Ovens, who you may remember, uh, from the television show Alone. Oh, I think he was the winner of uh, whatever season he was in. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, he, he's just like a sort of a bushcraft guy. Uh, uh, you know, he, go, you go throw this guy in the woods in the middle of nowhere and he'd be fucking fine. That, that, that sort of dude. Uh, he has the look about him that he is that sort of dude as well. Uh, this is a, a, a YouTube channel that the Mrs. and I watch on a regular basis. Uh, he's just sort of like an interesting person which, you know, I, I, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. He's interesting. Interesting. Does that take precedence, I wonder, uh, over what you can learn and and, and the, the sort of tasks and abilities that he is demonstrating? <laughs> I feel like it does because you could just read a book or have someone... You know what you could do? You could uh, take a bushcrafting book which is fun to say, bushcrafting book, bushcrafting book, um, copy it into a program that would speak the words aloud, and then, you know, throw that on YouTube and say, here you go. And, and you're probably going to get more just sort of information and data doing it that way than you do from Greg Ovens. However, however, it's not going to be as interesting. It's not going to be as uh, captivating as he is. So, you know, something to, to be said for the personality as well as the, the the information gained from these videos. Uh one thing I like as well is that uh he like starts his videos by saying, you know, something along the lines of blah 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 I'm Greg Ovens. Uh, To which I always reply, (laughs) and this is my wife, uh, Linda Refrigerator, Uh, he's not married. And if he was married, I feel like his wife probably wouldn't be named Linda Refrigerator. But his last name is Ovens. His last name is Ovens. So that's amusing for us. And somehow, some way, it doesn't get less funny. <laughs> uh, despite the fact that I do it every time. Which, you know, sometimes things get less funny. But this, somehow, some way. Yeah, it's really riding the wave. Riding the wave. Speaking of riding the wave, segue. That's not going to make sense. Lawrence, Sontag, Bruce screen, play a game called Icarus. Oh. Yeah, uh, this, speaking of people playing video games, I guess this is another one, which, you know what, I've been watching a lot of lately. A lot of VODs. Was does that say, stand for? Video on Demand? I guess. You know, people streaming video games on Twitch. Uh, I, I, I watch that, and have watched that, and still do from time to time, but I almost prefer watching when they take those and put them on YouTube. Something about... I don't know is it the interface is it the the fact that i could put them all in a list and sort of work through them easier is it the fact that they're all in one spot i i kind of don't know what it is exactly is it the i was just going to say and i don't even know if i have this necessarily they drive the desire to interact with chat when i'm uh, in Twitch, which I, you know, do from time to time. I'm, I'm mostly a lurker Like, but I'll, I'll throw the odd comment if I have something that I sort of think is funny or interesting to say. From time to time I'll do that. Um, but then there's that uh, uh, is it a need? Maybe I feel the need to do it, whereas if I'm watching it on YouTube that need disappears because I'm not watching it live. <laughs> there's something there. There, there. There's some psychological thing why I prefer it. But I don't know what it is. So, anyways, when I saw that uh, uh, Lawrence and Bruce were going to play a game called Icarus, which I had never heard of, but uh, I, I started, to, uh, but I, you know, I, I'm big fans of Lawrence and Bruce, so them sitting together and playing a game for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I, it, it, it's something that interests. Uh, it, it, it's it's calming. It's uh, relaxing. It's you know sort of zoning out. That that sort of media that I have craved more lately than I have ever in my life, uh, and, and why I'm uh, have created my own sort of version of that, or at least tried to, in the form of the uh, Skyrim Liber- Librarian playthroughs, uh, which you know I spoke of I think last episode or the one before. Yeah, if you go uh, onto YouTube and type in Skyrim, uh, long play Librarian, uh, you should find me there. Uh, uh, you know, not dissimilar to this game in that it's just sort of a relaxing, you know, let's get out there and have some fun. Uh, this game looked fun. Uh, it's the type of game that I've played uh, quite often very uh uh any, at least from watching anyways a uh, very similar looking to rust uh which made me you know what i think i let me just double check i'm gonna double check that i put it on my wish list um because it looked uh, right up my alley let's see ich, icarus i spelled that wrong add to wishlist okay i didn't but i'm going to i'm going to put on my uh, steam wishlist right now there you go uh yeah uh icarus is a session-based pve so that's person versus environment survival game for up to eight co-op players or solo okay so yeah that's what i need because i don't really play uh you know with people online much explore a savage alien wilderness in the aftermath of terraforming gone wrong Survive one long enough to mine exotic matter, then return to orbit and craft more advanced tech. Meet your deadline or be left behind forever. Yeah, I I see. Similar to games you've played, Rust, Terraria. I actually played a little Terraria yesterday. Just, you know, it's that type of game that every once in a while I'll I'll dust off. Um, Yeah, so uh, uh, once it goes on sale or... (laughs) <laughs> I save up some money now that I have this job where I make much less than I used to. You know, that, that it's on my list. It's on my list. Uh, moving on to the final item, which is a fun one. Uh, running the game with Mr. Matt Koval. Uh, he, he just posted his 100th episode of running the game. Uh, uh, did a really smart thing, uh, which I very much enjoyed. He sort of went back and looked at episode one. Uh, uh, and, and sort of his impetus for starting the series. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, you probably don't play D&D. <laughs> well, maybe you do and you just haven't come across. But if you do or don't, uh, he's an individual who makes videos about Dungeons and Dragons, uh, specifically of from the point of view of uh, uh, how to and, and, and how to is maybe not a word he would use necessarily uh, tips, uh, tricks. Uh, uh lessons he has learned along his uh, dm career and uh, just general uh sort of high quality high production value uh, uh really well done videos you know ones that i have spoken of on this podcast for a long long time uh i think he said he started in 2015 and you know, I wasn't there for episode one, although I did go back and uh, watch all of them. And, and they're, if you're interested in D&D, particularly uh, from the point of view of running a game, uh, these are, you know, great episodes to sort of explore and delve into. through. Uh, one thing I like of him uh, that he sort of really touched on in this as well uh, is that he's never saying this is how you should do it. Uh, which I appreciate. And and when I was doing uh, uh, some some uh, DM videos on YouTube as well, it's something I sort of took to heart, which is, you know, don't tell people how to do it. Show people how you do it and let them sort of take that and either, you know, straight up do it the same way or realize that, okay, you know what? I like how he does this, but if I was going to do it, I would probably tweak this aspect of it or or, or whatever. you you got to find... Like with many creative pursuits, you gotta find your own way of doing it. Uh, uh, And and DMing is one of the most creative of pursuits, I would argue. Uh, Especially if you know you're right in your own homebrew, uh, like uh, like I like to do, like I gravitate towards. uh, uh, You're really gonna. uh, People can tell, I feel like, that you are putting yourself into what you make. Uh, uh, in probably a uh, lots of different forms of media, but, uh, I feel like in that one, not above all others, but certainly in the top percentile, let's say, let's say, you know what else we should say? Ooh, nice segue. It's nice to be nice to the nice. Oh, and I pushed the goddamn wrong button. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening